You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, hey, hey! What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of the Weekly Dose of Joel. I am your host, Joel Crump, back with more Broadway awesomeness. It's the beginning of the most wonderful time of the year. And what better way to start than with this Broadway know-it-all? This week we are chatting about some Broadway news, we're doing a Thanksgiving Day Parade recap, a piece of Broadway history, and interviews with Sierra Boggess, Norm Lewis, Eric Idle, and John Dupree. So let's hop right into your weekly dose of Joel. Broadway Buzz! To start off, the Tony Awards Administration Committee met to confirm its eligibility status of 10 Broadway productions for the 2023-2024 season. I know it's a bit early to start thinking about the award season, but with this loaded season, it's going to be absolutely nuts. Here are some of the highlights from the eligibility meeting. Briga Halim, Justin Guarini, Ariel Jacobs, and Casey Likes will all be considered eligible in the best performance by an actor slash actress in a leading role in a musical category for the performances in Once Upon a One More Time, Here Lies Love, and Back to the Future. Daniel Radcliffe and Lindsay Mendez will be considered eligible for their best performance by actor slash actress in a feature role in a musical category for their performances in Merrily We Roll Along. Who will you be rooting for this season? I already have some of my picks. Something that is really, really, really cool is that this year's Forbes Under 30 list features Broadway favorites. Among this year's list honorees are Ain't No Mo Playwright, my man Jordan E. Cooper, The Book of Mormon alum Dylan Mulvaney, Dervin Hansen star Andrew Feldman, Theater Camp Director Molly Gordon, The Lion King alum Lexi Underwood, The Book of Mormon alum Aaliyah Chanel Scott, and Mean Girl star, we all know her, we all love her, Renee Rapp. I've had the pleasure of interviewing many of these stars and each of them are as kind as they seem. I think it's really interesting how both Jimmy Award winners from 2018 made this year's list and are living the dream. And of course I mean Andrew Barth Feldman and Renee Rapp. Congrats to everyone! Now I'm going to talk about something I don't usually talk about on the podcast, but it's something I study every single week. You know what it is, I'm talking about Broadway grosses. Many shows surge during the Thanksgiving holiday, which is very exciting for our community. Some shows that made over $2 million include The Lion King, Wicked, Hamilton, Merrily We Roll Along, and Sweeney Todd. I love how two of those are iconic Sondheim shows that just fills my heart with joy. Shows that made the Millionaire Club include After the Musical, Aladdin, Back to the Future, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and Juliet, Moulin Rouge, Six the Musical, Spamalot, The Book of Mormon, and Gutenberg the Musical. That list is more than half of the current running shows on Broadway, and it's so exciting that, you know, these shows are all succeeding. So make sure you are supporting live theater all the time and see the fantastic work these shows and artists are producing every week. 
And now I want to talk about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. If you didn't know, the parade is one of my favorite events every year. This year's performances were stellar. We saw performances from Shucked, Spamalot, and Juliet, Had a Dance in Ohio, and Back to the Future. What an incredible lineup. Are you kidding me? Shucked's performance had me grinning ear to ear. If you get it, you get it. Every time I get to see any piece of the corniness that is shucked, I am beyond happy, and this performance was one not to miss. Spamalot filled my heart with joy. This cast is excellent. The vocals were excellent, and the dancing was excellent. This is one of my most anticipated shows of this season, and I can't wait for them to continue performing on TV. I gotta go back in time to watch Back to the Future's performance again. And Juliet never fails to wow me, which makes sense because I've seen it three times. This show rings all the bells, and another one has been rung with this performance on the parade. Saving the most special performance for last, How to Dance in Ohio. I'm thrilled for this show to come to Broadway. It's such a unique story, and I can't wait to see it flourish on the Great White Way. Now to some Broadway history. Broadway history. For this week's Broadway history, I'm talking about one of my favorite stories. It was a novel then turned into a film, a film then turned into a musical, and now a musical now being turned into a movie musical. So let me transport you back to 2005. After being talked up for weeks by talk show host Oprah Winfrey, who was one of the producers, the musical adaptation of Alice Walker's novel, The Color Purple, debuts on Broadway. LaShawn, to play Celie, wins the, the 2006 Tony Award as Best Actress in a Musical. The show was revived on Broadway 10 years later with Cynthia Arrivo winning a Tony Award for her performance in the same role. Now the film musical adaptation is about to be released as a movie this upcoming Christmas. I'm having the chance to see a screening of the film next week, so I will let you know what to think. But y'all better get excited because this cast is absolutely stacked. Happy, happy, happy birthday to a Broadway time favorite and current star Spamala, Christopher Fitzgerald, Tony Award winner and writer of various plays and musicals, including Kimberly Akimbo, David Lindsay Abair, TV and theater star, and one of my absolute favorites, S. Epatha Merkerson, and lastly, TV, film, and theater actor Coleman Domingo was about to be in the color purple film. Once again, happy, happy birthday. It's time for some interviews. To start off, I'm talking to one of my favorite Broadway actresses. She is currently starring in Harmony on Broadway. You know who it is. It is Sierra Boggess. This is her sixth Broadway credit, and she has been killing it on Broadway since her beginning. You may know her from The Little Mermaid or Phantom of the Opera, and she's currently starring in this new show written by Barry Manilow and Bruce Sussman. So without further ado, my conversation with Sierra Boggess. Hey, you guys. I'm your Sierra Vargas. It's opening night of Harmony on Broadway. How are you feeling? I'm so excited. I'm emotional. I have a lot of adrenaline. There's a lot of people making their Broadway debuts tonight, yes. so I'm just, like, freaking out for them, and I'm really excited to be back. Yeah. Six Broadway shows. <laughs> I mean, <Thank> congratulations. <laughs> what makes this show unique amongst the other Broadway shows that you've done? Uh, I think this is true, that this is the only, this is the first show that I've done where I'm playing somebody who actually existed. I mean, I like to think Ariel actually existed. Well, yeah, she, she, she's there somewhere. Let's be honest. Yeah. 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 I mean, let's be just honest. Let's, let's be did. real. Okay, so this is my second show. <laughs> yeah. 
have a written name, but like someone lived. Um, no, but Mary, who I play, she yeah. actually existed. She's a real person um, that, that really existed. And so I am honored telling her story tonight. Yeah, Sierra, what advice would you give to your younger self who dreams of all of this and more? It's so good. Um, there's so many things. I think tonight I'm going to say be brave. Yeah. Be brave. And to everybody out there who wants to do this, be brave. Just yes. be brave. We yes. need you. We need your voice. So be brave. Yeah. The last thing I want to know is to be a part of this Bruce and Barry legacy that they've been waiting for for over 30 years. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Everything. Because it makes me emotional. They've been waiting for 30 years and I get to be the one to tell this. Like That's some spiritual alignment. It's like, why should I be the one? And I get to tell it. So that that makes me, I, I, it's just, it's right. The stars have aligned. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, Thank you. Sierra. Always good to Oh my goodness, Sierra Boggess is absolutely killing it in harmony, and you guys should all go see this new show. My next guest actually played Sierra Boggess's father in The Little Mermaid on Broadway. You know who it is? One of my absolute all-time favorites, Norm Lewis. I had the honor of performing with Norm Lewis at his 54 Below Christmas show, and we have a wonderful chat about his Christmas album and this upcoming Broadway season. So here's my chat with Norm Lewis. Hey, you guys, I'm with Norm Lewis, my pal, my buddy, sober close. We're here to embrace the season tonight. We're embracing the season. Tell me, how are you embracing this Broadway season? I am embracing this Broadway season because there's some other stuff that's coming down the pike. You know, you got the whiz we coming the in. Whiz. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was actually the show that brought me into this musical theater world. Really? Yeah, I remember being in high school and I, I started listening to Broadway music and someone said that, yeah, you should really li listen to the, this show called The Wiz. And I knew what the story was about, but that music just turned my life and, uh, you know, made me want to do this. When I think of home, I think of a place. Come on, come on, sing it. This love overflowing. You look at me. Oh, come on! <laughs> Now, if, if y'all didn't know, a couple years ago, I sang with Mr. Norman Lewis yeah. at his Christmas concert. I don't know. Tell me about your Christmas, uh, your Christmas albums. How can they, how can all of our fans listen to them? Because they're truly impeccable. Well, it's on every platform, so just go there and you can you can find them anywhere. But uh, you know, it was a passion uh, project that uh, I just love Christmas music, and even though a lot of the music is not Christmas, <laughs> it kind of just fits the theme of it. It does. Yeah, and you could just listen to it. And and I even had some friends of mine who said they would listen to it like. In June, so whatever. But um, no, it's just it's it's one of those things. And I used to do a show at 54 Below uh, every year. And this past year I didn't do it. This year I'm not doing it, unfortunately. But I will be back uh, soon. Soon. Um, but I will be at Carnegie Hall December 22nd and 23rd with the New York Pops doing some Christmas music. So I'm excited about that. Yes. Thank you so much, thank you, brother. It's great to see you. You too. Oh my God, you guys, Norm Lewis's Christmas album blows my mind. It is literally the Christmas album of all time and you guys should be listening to it because it is finally the Christmas season. My last two guests are two of the original writers of Spamalot, Eric Idle and John Dupree. These two guys have written all of the incredible Spamalot music you know, the Clip Club Horses, and they just are super masterminds of comedy on Broadway, which won them Best Musical when the show originally opened 20 years ago. So here's my chat with Eric Idle, followed by my chat with John Dupree. Hey, you guys, I'm with Mr. Eric Idle. We are here at the opening night of Spamalot. It's revived on Broadway after 15 years. Tell me, how are you feeling? I feel very thrilled and excited. I mean, it's, um, 
It's like it's a, it's an incredible gift to see it again on yeah. Broadway. On Broadway, we opened just a hundred yards down there <laughs> in Schubert. Now we're here at the St. James. So yeah, fabulous I mean, theater. two fabulous theaters. The I best. Think. Yes. The best comedy houses too. Yeah. When you first wrote Spam a lot, did you ever think that it would be the Tony Award-winning musical that it is, and it would be revived on Broadway in such a huge manner? No, I mean, you, do you, you, when you begin to write a thing, you say, "Well, I wonder if it'll ever get done." So I mean, that was the, the first thing. Bill Haver picked it up. Yeah. And then, you know, then Mike Nichols made it a big hit with Casey Nicola and me, and we, we've, had, we've never looked back, really. Yeah, of course. I don't know, if you could jump into the show, who would you want to play for one night only? I Actually, I did do the Hollywood Bowl. We put it on the Hollywood Bowl about five or six years ago. Yeah. I played the historian. Oh, that's That's perfect. all he has to play. A little bit of the beginning, a little bit of the end. Yeah, um, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you were banished to spam yes. for the rest of your life, how would you prepare it? If I was what? If you were banished to eating spam only. Oh, I'd be very happy. I'm a vegetarian. Oh, there you go. So no spam for you. No spam for me. Yes. I do collect the cans, though. I like uh, them. Yeah, thank you so much. Hey, you guys. I'm here John Dufresne. You wrote the score to Spamalot on Broadway. It is finally back on Broadway after 14 years. Tell me, how does it feel? It feels we did something right, I suppose. Yeah. But I tell, my, I, I, I'm going to go up the Statue of Liberty tomorrow. I'm going to walk around the, the, the base of it. And, and it said, you can buy a ticket for the pedestal or the starry crown. Yeah. And I thought, well, I got my starry crown tonight. Uh, yeah, you, you found your grail, you could yeah, say. Yeah, my grail. Uh, yeah, it is. It, it's, like, it's like I'm walking on air. I mean, yeah. it's just wonderful. Yeah, I mean, did you ever imagine when writing this show, it would be such a success as it is, this Tony Award-winning success? No. <laughs> we hoped. Yeah. Um, and I think just getting onto Broadway's pretty difficult, you know, everything's stacked against you just to get on. But then to win the Tony for Best Musical, and then to come back within 20 years, that's like, I'm calling that three strikes and you're in. Yes, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Thank you so much. That's me with my coke, and I clip-flopping my way out of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Weekly Dose of Joel. Next week, I'm going to have some very exciting Broadway news, interviews, and Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.